Welcome back to the Wizards of Amazon podcast, your weekly blueprint for explosive success. I'm Carlos Alvarez, full-time successful Amazon seller and organizer of the largest Amazon seller meetup group in the world. Let's do this. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wizards of Amazon podcast, where we cover all things private label. My name is Carlos Alvarez. I'll be the host for the show. Today, I have, uh, I'm going to call a legend in this industry, uh, Bradley Sutton. Needs no introduction. What's up, Bradley? How's it going? You're the legend, man. <laughs> this is my, my podcast has truly made it now that you are a guest <laughs> on it. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, somebody, uh, one of my coworkers uh, on the content team, uh, I think they might be writing an article or something, but, but they, were, they were asking you, hey, w- which one, you know, you, now that you've done over a hundred podcasts uh, and they were like, which one was your favorite? I'm like, Carlos Alvarez. That was the favorite podcast <laughs> episode I've done so far for Serious Sellers I, I, Podcast. Absolutely. Uh, normally, when somebody gets on here, they compliment me on my background. Just this one Netflix. Uh, stop <laughs> watching, it. start doing. But you have the whole helium ten bat signal out this there. This is the bat I, signal. Yeah, I mean that, that's how I knew to come on the Zoom. You you lit up the bat signal. I'm like, oh, got to come on here. Oh my god, I'm feeling inadequate with this background. I love <laughs> it. Um, Bradley, what, there was so many like like we talked about before we started recording. The there's so many different things I wanted to to talk about with you on the show, and if I can definitely take advantage of your time, I know I'm going to have you on future episodes. Um, I really wanted to get into the, like, like your backstory, but I feel like you've done several episodes like that. And then I realized an episode topic that's really important to me. And I think really important to listeners is work-life balances and Mm. and the chain and the challenges that come with working and putting in long hours on this business. Cause that's, that's what it takes. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't think of anyone that's working just as intense amount of hours as you like me. Yeah. So how do you do it? (laughs) It, it, it's tough. Um, it, it's something that uh, I, I feel kind of blessed that I, I do what I do, and I'm sure you feel the same way. Is because there are some of us, you know, I read this article, it's like, what's the difference between being a hard worker and a workaholic? And, and there's kind of like a fine line there. I think I've been on the side of workaholic before because even in jobs I haven't, like, you know, I, I'll stay overnight and just work all night in, and, and do things. I, I worked for a food company back in the day. Um, Reese's Fine Foods, one of those, those companies that makes the, the potato salads. And, right. and I would just stay there. Nobody would ask me to do it, but I would just stay there the whole night and just, just be, be scheduling trucks and, and just doing different things. But it was like, I felt like I had to. It was like, I took personal pride, but I honestly didn't really like it. But you know, now it, it's kind of cool because I think no matter what, uh, I put in 100, I like putting in 150%. That's just the way my, my personality goes. But now, as opposed to before, like I actually enjoy what I'm doing. It's fun. Like it doesn't even seem like work. And, and once you can say that, if you're a workaholic out there, uh, that, that should be your ultimate life goal is, yeah, you know, nobody's going to change you from, from being addicted to work perhaps, but find something that you really love doing and, and it just changes, it just changes your whole persona then. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with it. Like not feeling like what I do does not feel like work. But when you, I think what's causing me to actually look at it more is now I have two kids and, yeah. and now I, I have no intentions of taking my foot off the gas professionally, but I also want to be present in, in a lot of different areas of my personal life. Do, do you feel like you work what in excess of 80 hours a week amongst all your professional activities? Uh, pro- probably about 80 hours a week is about what it is now. Um, and yeah, that is definitely a very valid point. You know, um, you, you may be the, the smarter of, of us two here and that's why you waited, uh, to, to have, uh, kids. But me, I, I had my first when, I mean, I've got a daughter who's already in college, you know, now, so I have two uh, as well. Um, uh, my son is, is 15, but that, that's, all, that's been something that has been an issue now. Now, 
when I when my kids were were little, actually before my son was even born, I was running a, a big business for e-commerce during the whole Fast and Furious thing. And I had a warehouse um, near my house and, and sometimes you had to work all night, but I had like five offices there. So I, I made like one of the offices like a bedroom. So sometimes I just have my family come and, and that was kind of cool. You know, we had the crib right there. And, and so it was kind of like a, fa- a family thing, but, but that is so important. You know, if, if anybody's out there uh, who's a family person, whether you're a mother or father, uh, you have children and you are the, and you do want to put in work, you got to find a way to find that balance because you don't want to neglect your family. And then now all of a sudden you have this great successful business and now no family or children who don't know you or a wife or husband who leaves you because you don't show them attention. So it's very valid point. You bring up such a fine balance that you have to, that you have to reach. Yeah. It's one that I'm definitely, that I definitely have not mastered. I mean, I have an amazing wife, but I, I, I can tell like just there's only so many hours in a day when you're putting in 90 a week. And you're, and you're also, you know, putting in X amount of hours of sleep, even if it's four or five hours a night, there's only so many hours left. Um, I'm thinking that the biggest challenge for me, and I don't know if this is the same for you. It's not just, it's not just making time to be there. It's making time that you're actually there. Like you're not just sitting there, but mentally you're, you're still on your laptop or you're, you're still in the lab, if you will. Do you deal with that? Yeah. I mean, like even one day out of the week, you know, part of, uh, you know, some of my other episodes that talk about backstories that, that I've done, you know. Uh, I never actually was looking to work at Helium 10. Uh, I went to an interview. I didn't even know it was an interview. Uh, I, I used Helium 10 before and, and, and Manny Coates just, Hey, Hey, uh, we see you in our message groups. You know, we'd like to, we'd like to meet you. And, and that's kind of cool. We like what you're doing. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. We hung out. I, next thing I know they're offering me a job, but the reason why I like never even really considered it as an option is because of the drive. Like I actually live over an hour away each, each way from work. So part of it, Part of like, you know, at first I said no, actually to, to me, I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I, I like my job that I currently had at the time. But, you know, one of the ways that they kind of like sweeten the deal, they're like, hey, you know, how, how about if, if, if you at least work one day out of the week out of the house? And I was like, okay, that, that's pretty good because what would happen the other days is I know I'm probably going to leave before my family's awake and I might come home and they might be almost ready to go to sleep. But that being said, me being at home one day of the week hasn't necessarily trans, you know, I'm still working, you know, it's not like I'm, I'm spending quality time. So, so there's still things that you have to consider. Like even, you know, a lot of people love the Amazon seller lifestyle because you don't always need to have a warehouse or an office. You can do it out of your house, but at the same time, it's almost as if you were not even at the house because once you get in your, in the zone in the world, it's like, no, 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 little Johnny, you know, like, uh, don't bother me right now. I'm working on this. So, so, uh, like what I've done is, uh, I just dedicate my lunch time. You know, I think as entrepreneurs, one thing that we never, most of us don't do is we don't take lunch breaks. You know, like if we're working a nine to five, it, it's state law. If you're hourly or something, you got to go leave, clock out for an hour, right? But right. but when we're paying ourselves or, or we're salary or something, we, we just eat, through, we just like maybe bring some food to our desk and just keep working. But so what I do when I'm home, like, okay, here's an hour, my my hour lunch, I'm just going to make sure I give to my uh, my, my kids and, and, and family just make sure, you know, they have some quality time and, and try on that day to like stop at five o'clock, you know, and then give them the evening. And then weekends are important too. Yes. All of us work on weekends, you know? Uh, but what I do is I try and save that stuff for like, uh, I, I go to sleep late. I try and save that stuff for when everybody's asleep. So from, from, you know, like the afternoon or the weekend, I, I try never to break out the computer, spend that time with the family. And then, Hey, if they go to bed early, like at nine o'clock or something, 
boom, I can work from you know nine until two in the morning and I still get my time in, but I'm not taking away from my family. Oh, wow. So you, you actually have successfully blocked out a couple hours each night and the entire weekend from, from dealing with anything work-related. Yeah. I even put it in my calendar, like, because I, I kind of like, I, I'm all about Google calendar. I'm so yeah. forgetful. First of all, that I cannot remember, like, there's no way I would, I, I would have remembered uh, th this appointment if it wasn't in my calendar. Like, here, I man. forget my kids' names sometimes, but, but so everything I live uh, on my calendar and, and I allow people at the office or anybody or my assistant to like schedule things for me, like, just look in the calendar. If it's open, take it. So what I do is I'll block out actual times in my calendar for these things. First of all, so that a, a reminder pops up and says, all right, stop working. Now, you know, do this. But on, on the other hand, so that people can't schedule during these times where I'm like, okay, this needs to be a, a family time. Yeah, I actually, I took that. To, I, mean, I live off my Google calendar too. And I used to block off an hour. Actually, still there, as a matter of fact, recurring. Monday through Friday, uh, one hour. I think it's 12 to one or 11 to noon, something like that. And what's happened is within a few weeks, um, whether it's from the product selling side of the business or the consulting side of the business, it's uh, anytime there's an emergency or something that I want to get ahead on, it's like, oh, this is perfect. I have one hour of free time in the middle of the afternoon. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't really stay honest. I'm, I'm not, not really true to myself on it. And I wind up working through it anyway, ordering Uber Eats or just bringing a snack or something at the desk. Um, yeah. But you've mastered that. Wow. That's super impressive. Yeah. I mean, it, I try even during the working hours though. So like, um, it, it's funny. I used to work with a lot of Korean companies and, and, and so we use this, this messenger called Kakao talk. It's funny. Like every country has its own like thing, yeah. you know, here we use Facebook messenger and Mexico, it's more WhatsApp, you know, uh, in, in China, it's WeChat, um, in Japan, it's line, but I've, my family's always used, you know, none of us are Korean, but since we work with Koreans for 15 years, we always use Kakao talk. So there's a desktop app. So even though, you know, I'm still working, my family knows. And like I said, you know, my kids are, are teenagers, they're older now. Uh, if anybody in my family needs me, even my parents, I even put my parents on, on Kakao talk. I have a desktop app. They can reach me at any time. You know, if I'm in a meeting or something, I can't answer, but, uh, you know, I'll reply, you know, right after the meeting. So I still stay connected. It's not like, or I, I say, Hey guys, nobody contact me during work hours. You know, uh, I, I try and leave that line of communication open. So even though I'm not physically with them, they kind of know, like, I'm just a, a cacao message away. I don't know if I have the stones for that to tell everybody, Hey, don't contact me on the weekend. Yeah. Um, like stay away from that. I think I'd have a total, a total freak out. <laughs> uh, on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's definitely tough, but you know, emergencies are emergencies. You know, you, you got to be able to be accessible both to just family, not just family, but also well, whatever, you know, your employees or your employers. Um, so again, it's just all about finding that balance. And I'm not going to say that I've found a, you know, a complete balance, you know, like there's still things I do that are, that probably are considered unbalanced. Like, at, you know, sometimes one day out of the week, uh, I'll, I won't even go home because I'll start working late. And then I'll be like, why am I going to drive an hour home? And it's like eight o'clock at night or nine o'clock. And then I got to, I got to just to go and sleep in my bed and then come back in the morning. There's two hours wasted right there. Uh, so, you know, I have a sleeping bag uh, right here under the desk. And so I'll sleep at the, I'll sleep here at the office for like two hours and just try and work, you know, as much as I can. That I wouldn't call balance, but for me, it works. You know, for me, it works, but uh, I, I, I still know I have, things I can probably improve that my family would appreciate if I did a little differently. So even with the afternoons and the weekends, family's probably still like, Hey, we'd like you to carve out a little more time. Yeah, for sure. 
For sure. Oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, I, I get complaints. It's not like, uh, oh, every day they, they nag me. Um, but um, that, that's definitely something. The, the traveling uh, is an issue too. You know, like uh, in the position sure. I'm at, uh, I travel a lot. Um, sometimes travel for me is like both uh, work and it's also fun. Like I, I have, uh, you know, you know, my friend who, who's the DJ now that you listen to slushy, you know, he, he'll take me sometimes, so sometimes, you know, on, on tour with him. And so like I would leave and that's not necessarily work, but that's like one of the only recreation things that, that I do. You know, I, I don't, uh, I don't have hobbies or, or things like that. It's like TV maybe is a hobby and, and traveling. So then obviously uh, my family would get upset when I don't take them. So what I do sometimes is I'll try and take them. So like uh, one year, um, uh, Celestia was playing in EDC, Mexico, in Mexico City. So, you know, my family couldn't care less about EDM music uh, or, or festivals or anything like that. But I was like, hey, let's all come along. Um, you know, my wife's uh, family is from Cuernavaca. So, so they went to go visit there and, and they were in the same hotel with me. We did our own thing, but they appreciated that I took them on. So uh, for, for any entrepreneurs who do traveling, like even if it's like you're taking a sourcing trip, you know, on your own, you know. To, sure. to, to the Canton fairs. And actually I heard the Canton fair is closed this year yeah. because of the, the virus. But, uh, but if you're doing something like that, you know, and if you can afford it, um, bring your family along, you know, they don't have to go, you know, that they'll be bored to death in, in the fair, but, but at least, you know, you, you're at the fair of the day. And then at the nighttime, you know, do some sightseeing with your family. I know, uh, my family appreciates it when, when I do that. And, and I think you guys, uh, whoever's listening, probably it'd be good for you guys too. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't, I mean, in, I've been on both sides of this where the, a, a negative, negative energy in, the, in your relationship or in the personal side of things will roll over and just wreak havoc in, in, in your business um, professionally. So, so having that is really important. Well, one, one of the events that I'm hoping that you'll be going to, and you definitely be bringing the family's online seller cruise, uh, no excuse I, for that. I got, I got serious FOMO. When I was looking at all your, your, the Instagram pictures and stories and Facebook stuff. So I'm like, ah, we love, we love cruising. You know, I, I've taken uh, my family and even my parents, you know, on multiple cruises. So, so that, uh, for 2021, um, is definitely something that, uh, I'd love to do. Definitely. Um, so let, let, how about this? What, what would you say are the top three things or top little three life hacks you could do if you, if you will, that will help someone strike a better work-life balance? Or maybe even some things that you could, because they probably don't think they have an issue with work-life balance, that if you're telling yourself blank or you're doing blank, then there's probably something that you need to pay attention to now before this turns around and bites you. Yeah. Well, first of all, the most important thing is, is communication. You know, uh, you might have family members who may be like afraid to tell you how they really feel or, or not tell you that they wish you were around more because they, they feel guilty about it. Like, like, oh man, you know, he, he or she is working so hard. You know, I don't want to tell him, you know, like, Hey, we, we want you here more because so like, but just be open with your family and say, Hey guys, obviously I have to work now. I want to make sure that, uh, you know, things are, are being done in a way that everybody's happy. And not, probably not everybody is going to be completely happy with what they want, but I want to know what you guys want and what's happening right now. Like, you know, that, that is upsetting you or that you wish we could do more. And then just get it all out there in the open. And, and some things you might be able to incorporate, which aren't even a sacrifice for you. And all of a sudden, everybody's happy. Other things might be kind of like deal breakers. And you just got to let them know like, hey, you know, I definitely have to be at the office at this hour. I definitely have to go on these, these trips to meet the supplier or whatever. But, but make sure that uh, all cards are on the table, that your, your wife, your husband, your kids, 
uh, all all understand you know what needs to be done and, and that you understand what what they would like out of it. Another thing that I'm working on, I think is super important is your body. All right. That is something that, that goes it, it, when you're, when you're a hard worker. And I, for me, my personality type, this would have happened to me a lot long, uh, long ago. But as some of you guys know, I used to be a, a Zumba fitness instructor for like seven years. So that was kind of like my, even though I was always working in, in, in e-commerce jobs or in corporate jobs, and I would be sitting at my desk, you know, for, for eight, 10 hours a day, I had like five, six, seven weekly Zumba classes that I was teaching. So like I was literally getting paid to do it. It was fun for me. But because of that, like because I was getting paid for it, it was like another job. Like I had to do it. I couldn't just say, oh no, I'm going to work late. I'm going to cancel my class, going to class. But since I was a teacher, like I would would not miss. So in those days, I could like kind of almost eat whatever I wanted to and, and whatever. And I was still pretty fit because you know, every day I was burning a thousand calories teaching a Zumba class. Now, when I ruptured my Achilles tendon a couple of years ago, I stopped working at 24 hour fitness. And then I just got so into work when I, when I healed, I, I haven't gone back into Zumba. And since then I've probably put on about, about 30 pounds at, at the very least, because now I don't have that motivation to, 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 to actually work out because it's like not an obligation. Like it's just on me. Like we have a gym right here at work. I don't even go. You know, um, there's Zumba classes everywhere. I could go as a student, but I have no motivation to it. And because of that, my health, you know, has suffered and my weight and things like that. So that's something I think that everybody needs to make sure they, they have a really set kind of like uh, um, schedule of, of going to the gym or eating more healthy or whatever. Because when you're just working 78 hours a week at a desk job, uh, your body's and health is one of the first things to go. Yeah, that I, I was I was thinking right before you said that I was like, man, this is a great spot to rap. He's going to give these good comments. But what you just said there is like hits really close to home for me as well. And I remember the last time you, I think it was the last time you were down here. We were mm-hmm. both, uh, I guess we were both already on that path, like trying to get into go yeah. and and stuff like that. But are you still on it, by the way? Yeah, I I, tr- I tried something at the beginning of the year that um, is something new. Uh, do you know who Tomer Rabinovich is from yes. Israel? Yeah, yeah so. Absolutely. So I saw Tomer last year at, I want to say SellerCon or Prosper or something. And, and he was, he's, a, he's a bigger guy, kind of like you, you're in my build, you know, over six foot. And, and, you know, he was, I don't remember what he was, around, around 300 pounds maybe. Um, and then I saw him again at the Billion Dollar Summit in, in Texas. Uh, that was about three months ago. And, and I was like, man, you're, you're half the man you used to be. So yeah. I asked him, I was like, what do you do? Because you and I, you know, we do similar things and you have a similar build as me. I definitely like to be interested in that because... I get, I'm able to lose weight a lot in any of these fad diets. You know, I could do keto, I could do bulletproof and I've done a lot of things, but, uh, I always end up failing and then getting back to getting back what I lost, you know? So, so he told me what he was doing is something called bright line eating. And that was something kind of interesting to me. So I, I took this test and, and I, uh, I was one of the ones that's definitely susceptible to what they do. So I, I've been trying to do that. So I'm down about 15 pounds again, but Hopefully this time it's, it's, it's going to be more of a permanent because I'm tired of this yo-yo thing where I'll lose 20 pounds and I'll gain it back in a couple of months. Oh, my closet's like that. I have like thinner me goes all the way to like accordions <laughs> out to bigger me like now. There you and, go. And, then, and then whatever I don't so, fit So there, when you but, buy new clothes, you'll buy, hey, I'm going to buy a medium, large, extra large and a 2X depending sure. on. Uh, <laughs> Definitely. Um, I, I think exercise and diet and, and to be clear for anyone that doesn't know me, I've not been very good at sticking to exercise or diet regimens consistently in my life. 
There has been periods though, where I have had, you know, bursts of, you know, four five, six consecutive months of, of that, or a, a two-year period of running consistently, which was like my best. But I, I can definitively say that I think you'd agree with me that when you are eating right, whatever the diet is, like what you're eating right for your body and you're consistently exercising, your productivity oh, yeah. at work, your efficiency just goes through the roof. So that, that's, a, that's a heck of a tip there. If you want to have greater work-life balance and you have all these things you want to do, you could probably get all those things done in a shorter period of time and have more time for your family if you address that, you know, that diet and the, the body. You, you have more energy, more mental clarity, less uh, sluggishness. And, and, and when you're trying to work uh, under those circumstances, like being sluggish, that's when you make mistakes and, and, and miss things and stuff. So it's definitely, definitely something that's important, but it, it's easier said than done. And, and so you just got to like really just stick to it once you, once you, once you decide on, on down the path that you're going to go. Absolutely. No, that's an awesome tip. Um, I'm happy with the way thing this went. Um, thank you so much for your time and jumping on here. Uh, I know you have a, a busy schedule just like me. So getting your insight on this, I learned a lot from this episode right there. It's kind of like, I think, I think that was just my wake up call. I don't know for you if like down the line, like something, something snaps and you're like, yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm going to start working out again or something like that. So that, that was that for me here on what you said there. Awesome. Um, I'm hoping it helps a lot of other uh, sellers that are listening to this podcast. And I'm hoping that people, when they first see this title, they're like, ah, no, this isn't going to help my PPC. Like I'm tuning out because <laughs> like, to me, like this is the most impactful thing yeah. in your business. If this isn't right, I don't care how good your PPC game is. Exactly. Yeah. So um, again, thank you so much for your time. Uh, I think everyone knows where to reach you, but if you want to put something out there, if anyone wants to reach you and talk about this topic or Amazon or Helium 10 uh, or anything like that, how can they reach you? Yeah, the, the one uh, group that I'm really active in is the Helium 10 Users uh, group on Facebook. Uh, so you can reach me there or just, you know, reach out to customer service, you know, at helium10.com. Um, uh, we have a little chat button that, that people can pass messages to me, but I'd uh, love to hear your, your stories. And, and I'd love to just, you know, if, if, if anything resonated here today um, and somebody has transformed their, their life, you know, not on the business side, but, but maybe on the physical side or the health or the work-life balance, I, I think... Uh, if you don't mind, I'd love to copy your idea about this kind of episode on, on our show and maybe have somebody, one of your listeners on, on, on my show talking about the same thing. Cause this oh, is, I I think is super important, super important for any, anybody, uh, who's an entrepreneur or, or who, who works, who has anybody who has a job, this is yeah. very relevant stuff. So I'd love to, to be hear effective what you guys and make a mark. Yeah. Like it's needed. Um, Everyone, again, I think knows your podcast. It's the, the, the number one podcast in this industry, but serious sellers podcast some of the best episodes I've ever listened to. Actually, I was hesitant when it went serious seller from AMPM, mm -hmm. but I, uh, no offense, Manny, like um, I, I definitely like serious seller more than I like AMPM. Oh, whoa. Thank you. Thank you episodes so much. Those are amazing. And Tomer, who you mentioned earlier, I believe he was a, a guest on one of your episodes. Yes, yes he uh, was. He was one of the first, uh, he was like one of the first five episodes. So what I do on, on my show is I, I, I try and have it spaced out a year. So so now we we're just uh, coming up on the one year mark, and so he he'll be another he'll be a guest again on on the episode. So I'm just counting on the days until it's a year since you've been on, so I can have you on again because you got so much more interesting stuff that I know we didn't cover in the first episode. I love it. And, and Tomer's episode, you don't remember the episodes by by heart, do you? I, I believe it was episode four, if I'm not mistaken, four or five. Yeah, yeah, it was really great on the keyword research. 
Yes, a- amazing episode. As a matter of fact, if I can get a contact from you to connect with him, I'd love to have him on this sure. show. Absolutely. Um, I'll hook you up after this. Thank you so much for your time, brother. Keep crushing it. Um, I really appreciate it. All right. Thanks a lot. Liked what you heard and want to stay connected? Join our Facebook group or find me anywhere on social media at Wizards of Amazon or text the word Amazon to 69922. 